the Nordics, the whalers, the seals, the Americans, the North Stars. Who's gonna stall? Who will go far and earn the keg? Who's gonna earn the keg? We'll find out in time. Give us a holler on the whoop line. Back to back weeks with power rankings out on a Tuesday. Pretty efficient. I think these games are really showing as we get to the playoffs that the keg is up for grabs, right? The Whalers looked extremely dominant to start the year, but they're sporting a three-game losing streak. So it's there for the taking. Um, any team can beat anybody on any given night. So it's going to be really, really, really interesting. Um, but checking in at number one, we have the North Stars on a bye last week, but still are the only team in MNL riding a three-game win streak that I'm aware of. So that keeps them at number one. Uh, we had Hedis volunteering on the clock. Troy ref two games. Twinkle Toes was out there. Simmer showed up just to be a good guy. So it was a good bi-week performance uh, by the North Stars. So they stay at number one. They finish their season out with the Seals and the Americans. Really... Not much for the North Stars to play for other than just keeping, you know, their good momentum going and uh, jockeying for, they have no chance at a bye. We've got a clinch. So, you know, we're going to play somebody. Don't really even, it, there's not even really one team out there. It's like, oh, we want to play this team. You just don't really know. Just want to play good hockey and go into the playoffs with some momentum. Number one. At number two, I put the Americans. Um, been playing better hockey last night. Granted, they beat the uh, the lowly Seals, so that's not too impressive. But prior to the bye, they stomped the Maroons six to one. So they seem to have you know kind of found their stride here offensively, and just uh, you know they, the flow of the game was pretty good. They've looked better than they did at the beginning of the year. Um, getting some more contributions from uh, people besides Proctor. Um, I don't know who scored last night now that I say that. He-Man got the first goal. Um, trying to remember. Oh, Proctor had his little pass from Piercy. And there's one more goal. Oh, Ruble, I think, from the point. But overall, the Americans are playing well. And then Johnny G was solid. Um, I just think that the Americans have some good good stuff going. They The other trophy that is uh, up for grabs is the auto cup um the seals were two and oh against the americans they're now two and one um the north stars are two and oh against the seals but oh and two against the americans so there is some pride to play for here in the last couple weeks as the seals and north stars play um so i am personally invested in that and then the north stars and the americans and if pete's keeping score i did mention the north stars in this power ranking so i got to keep them out of the other ones but americans at number two um good game last night um limited chippiness was it was a pleasure i don't know if that's part of that because the seals were eliminated but the temperature level was low um compared to the previous games that i witnessed so Tip my cap to the boys and number two, Americans. Number three, we have the Nordiques. Um, big win for the Deeks. It was a one versus two matchup, Whalers versus Nordiques. Um, I was refing on the other end. When I walked in, I came in 
and the score was one to one. Not sure who scored the previous goals. Last seven minutes were very entertaining. Came in and Rick went coast to coast to score the apparent game winner. Um, newcomer ref Turtle Tim and Ruble huddled and determined that the net was off before the puck crossed the line and, and that Turtle had blown the plate dead, so they disallowed the goal. This made the Nordiques irate. Um, even after the game, Slick Rick is, uh, was still irate. Um, more on that later, but I do. I don't. I was going to look at the rule. It's my understanding that you know, even just because the net's off, that there is some discretion that if the goal is imminent, that the ref can still declare it a goal. But we shall see. I don't know how that um, marries with Turtle Tim saying that he blew the play dead. You know, if the net's off and you blow the play dead, and then they continue to score, I'm not exactly sure how that works. But lots of controversy there which then meant the game, instead of being over, went into Bender OT, whereby um, Dave P... And it started with a power play because I think Drake had committed a penalty at the end of regulation. So Whaler uh, Nordiques are on a four-on-three brief power play to start the OT. Um, Whalers gain zone entry somehow, and then the puck squirts out. Weaver interferes with Dave P. Dave P, from his the seat of his pants... Uh, retaliates um, as part of the penalty weaver you know dave p's helmet went flying for anyone who's been paying attention in mnl like just because dave p's helmet goes flying means nothing he doesn't even strap the helmet on he cl- i don't know if the helmet's broken i said something afterwards he's like the strap's broken i'm not sure but it is super annoying like like i think the amount of times that a helmet has come off in MNL history is like 20, and all 20 of those times are Dave P. So he refuses to secure his helmet. So every time there's a little bit of, then the fact that he's five foot four, anytime there's a little contact, his helmet goes flying, right? So nevertheless, his helmet goes flying. Then Dave P slashes Weaver. Weaver responds by treating Dave P's helmet like a golf ball and slap shotting it across the ice. Dave P charges after Weaver. There's a little wrestling match and all hell breaks were loose and they didn't even get to play Bender OT as the refs sorted out that uh, affair. You know, after the game, it seems that Dave P and Weaver were, you know, hugging and kissing in the scores box. So all's well that ends well, I guess. Um, pretty embarrassing. You know, if someone was watching, it's like we definitely embarrassing moment for MNL. They kind of look like bozos. Um, I'm a fan of both of these guys. I like Weaver. I like Dave P quite a bit. Weaver, I have noticed, I don't know if it's the new marriage, if he's on Viagra, um, but he's definitely been chippier this year. This is not his first kind of spat with people. He's fancies himself a tough guy this year not exactly sure where that comes from or maybe it's always been there and i just haven't noticed but weaver's definitely had a chip on his shoulder this year and then dave p's you know definitely consistently through his seven-year career you know has this you know the little guy syndrome it's like he's the toughest motherfucker in the room no one fucks with me no one wants any of this five foot four 95 pound fucking fight that i bring so that was that no um no bender ot so then it went straight to shootout and i can't remember who shot first for the whalers if it was jflow chad or drake um but they did not score 
on Pangrazi, and then Slick Rick came in, and he won it for the Deeks. It, I will say it was pretty close. Um, I mean, Rick, I think he had Ryan Z beat once, and then he beat him a second time and a third time. But, I mean, it was very close to the forward momentum rule um, being at least looked at. But, anyways, Puck went in, so all's well that ends well for the Nordiques. The called-off goal does cost them a point. We'll see if that winds up mattering in the chase for the bye. But Nordiques, Pangrazi, chip on the shoulder, number three. It's just a one-game winning streak, so Pangrazi thinks they should automatically go back up to number one. doesn't matter where I put the Deeks. If it's not number one, Pangrazi gives me a chip and fuck the North Stars uh, emoji. So, Nordiques, number three. Number four, we have the Maroons. Maroons um, beat the Tigers. Very competitive 2-1 game on just horrible ice conditions. Um, everyone that was here last night has realizes that they were not able to zam the NHL rink. The Zamboni broke down and blocked the door to the Zamboni. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't know what time that happened or how many skates there were before. I think there was at least two or three. The place was covered in snow. You know, the referees and a couple of volunteers, we tried to shovel off the ice before we started, but that's just, they didn't have the, they just had these little slider things and just, it was just a disaster right from the get-go. Um, so that made the ice conditions dangerous in my opinion. I was, you know, there's a couple times, it's not just the snow on the ice, but the ice itself, there were chunks out of it and I didn't feel safe out there skating and I was just very scared the whole night that someone was going to blow an ankle or something. So I'm very happy that no one got hurt. That's number one. This game also came in with a lot of tension. There was um, some, the Maroons were out sugar. They wanted to bring in Fister. Skillman said, fuck you to Fister. He's not allowed. That was only for a long-term sub. So the Maroons wound up subbing Brett. So their attentions were high at some point. Um, this resulted in Skillman dumping Piercy on the ice for a two-minute penalty. Um, so the, the game was definitely had a lot of tension. I ref this game along with uh, Blond, Blondie Hunter. Um, lots of complaints about the refs, at least from peso and some other you know tigers um definitely blue um if i had to do it all over again i will admit that i probably should have called a goalie interference call on brett um from my perspective brett was coming in and it was not like the cam incident where he you know trucked him um he came in from a sharp angle i think there was some contact with ryan allen and then he slid into keela um so but in hindsight protect the goalies should have called the penalty. Um, but all that being said, the game was back and forth. I think Ben scored the first goal for the Maroons to make it one nothing off of a pass or rebound from a Brent shot. Um, then the Tigers tied it up. I can't remember if it was Skillman who banged in a rebound. Um, but the Tigers tied it up 1-1. The game went back and forth. And uh, then the, ultimately there was a shot from the point. Ben was set up in front, perfect deflection, two to one. And that was that. That was the final. Um, you know, Fister, or excuse me, Peso and Claus were going at it all night, um, you know, with little various items. Peso came up to me and said, Claus is a bitch, fuck Claus, he's a piece of shit, dude, he's fucking around, boop, boop, boop. And then on the last play of the game, 
Pesos retrieving a rebound. He snows claws. I think it was intentional. Pesos said he was just going for the puck. What do you want me to do, run him over? I don't know. I think there's somewhere in between. But, it, you know, given the chirpiness, I made the decision that Peso had did unintentionally, and then Judge wrecked him. So I took them both to the box where Peso cut deep. He said, you're fucking horrible, man. You're fucking worse than Piercy as a fucking ref. So Peso knows where it hurts. That left me in tears because um, I know how bad of a ref Piercy is. So that really hurt my feelings, even though I tried to do my best to control that game. That was very chippy. Um, refing Pellet, you know, um, I love Pellet. Had him on my team for two years, but he's just like a bowl in a china shot. Like he's creating contact, he's giving contact, he's taking contact, he's going to the crease. They had Guma summing, he's in the crease the whole fucking game. So it's just a very difficult game to ref given the shitty ice conditions, snow, and some antagonizers. So did my best. Um, probably would like to you know redo a couple things but what can you do but overall it was a good game maroons on top they needed this win they were reeling a little bit so i have them checking in at number four number five we have the tigers um they were on the losing end of this game last night but again they coming off a two-game win streak and they really played well it was an even game back and forth they had lots of chances it was a fucking snowstorm i just recapped the game with the maroons but um I definitely think that the Tigers have a lot of fight now. Um, the trade has obviously helped them. Um, people, uh, I'm not going to mention that other team that was involved in the trade because I don't want Pete to get mad at me. But I do think the trade has helped the Tigers. They have definitely have two balanced lines. They have a more solid decor now um, with Bauer back there. Um, and they played well. Um, it was a good game. They had plenty of chances. Um, Cam played well, um, and that game easily could have went either way. So Tigers are going to be a factor in the playoffs. Like I said, I really, if you told me that the Tigers won the keg, I could see a scenario where that happened. There's basically any team can win this thing. So um, if the Tigers do have one, I don't know if they have one kind of certified sniper, um, Peso fits that category, but, you know, got to finish and put pucks in the net. So I don't know if they can do that consistently enough to win um, two, two out of three game series, but it's possible, you know. So Tigers played well. Um, They're fired up. Skillman is motivated ever since I call them lazy. Um, So Tigers, number five. Number six, we have the Whalers. Um, It's really, I, I think when they lost their first game, it was on opposite night or something i dropped them down for seven just kind of fun because i figured it'd be a good chance to put them there never really thought they would stay down there but um they're struggling three losses in a row um drake used to score four goals in the first period now they're scoring let's just look at the stats here last night i think they only scored one goal um yeah last night was one goal the week before that it was five to three the week before that they got shut out three nothing um so i don't know there's something going on you know with with the whalers i don't know if they had drake at d again or not i didn't get to watch anything other than the last seven minutes i don't think that they did but something is just not right with the whalers um so this will be a test everything's been kind of a 
easy for them this whole year. Goose is a keg champion, just like whatever the hell he throws out there works. Um, so they definitely have some adversity that they're suffering for the first time. So um, they're still in guaranteed. I think they locked up a bye. Um, so they're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to have a two out of three series. They're still going to have a potent offense. I'm not saying I want to play the Whalers, but it looked like, you know, at halfway point of the season, it looked like the Whalers were just, just hand them the keg. Going to be the first time MNL back-to-back keg champions. That still might happen, but we'll see. It's definitely not um, as much of a sure thing as it was you know, at the halfway point, um, got a couple bets with the whalers. Everyone's been tracking and posted and in Slack, but there was a over under set on Maki goals at I believe four and a half. Um, at the beginning of the year, he scored four. And so it's a $50 bet for me and Doug Drake either wins a hundred or loses a hundred. And it all comes down to this week against the Nordiques and Pangrazi. Um, given how much Pangrazi doesn't, like me and my power rankings, I could see a scenario where if the Deeks were up 3 nothing, and there's a minute left, Pangrazi maybe lets Maki score one just to win the bet. I could see that, but we shall see. Um, but that's just a little carrot on top. Um, so it is Whalers Maroons. Oh, I have it all wrong. What is the date? I'm all flipped around. They played Pangrazi last night. I'm a bozo. It is Whalers Maroons next week, so Claws and Maki. So we shall see. Number seven, we have the Seals. Played taps for them last week. Um, they played well last night. Um, the game was had a nice pace to it, back and forth. They put uh, Rattler, Shawnee, and Drago. They had lots of chances. Rattler sniped one for their one goal. Shawnee had um, special... Um, Shawnee had several chances, um, almost scored one. So that top line was buzzing. They put the Q line back together on line two, Sips, Q-Tip, and Whoop. They did some nice things, had some near goals. So they looked really solid, you know, just a, a you know, the game was two to one going into the third, I think 10 seconds into the third period. Piercy puts it right on Proctor's stick to make it 3-1, and that kind of took a little wind out of their sails. But the flow of the game was pretty even. I was impressed with the Seals, um, but just like most of the year haven't been able to score enough goals to actually get it done but they played well um they're certainly they had pretty good attendance given that they're out of things um so i they play the north stars and the tigers i don't expect them to lay down so it should be interesting they have a little fun i think whoops enjoying um whoop believe it or not a little health and wellness um there's a lot of smoke coming off those states i actually did notice him being a little bit quicker to the buck um amazing what you know, 24 days of health and wellness can do. So Seals, number seven in the power rankings, number one in our hearts, playing out the string, playing the spoiler. <laughs>